Sound healthcare decisions are part of good financial planning. The classic business health and wellness feature is proud to partner with MedShield Medical Scheme, your trusted partner for life. Now, every year, Brand Finance conducts more than 5,000 brand valuations supported by original market research, and it publishes over 100 reports which rank brands across all sectors and countries. One such ranking is the Global Top 250 Hospitals Report, by which they rank the world's strongest academic medical centers, the AMC brands, And this is just a ranking of brand strength and not brand value, as they often do as well. And this year's rankings have been released with both Grotesgeer and Tigerberg faring very well. Interesting for South Africa that. I'm joined now by Hugo Hensley, Director of Brand Finance, uh, based in London. Hugo, thanks so much for joining us. Can you just provide some insights into the methodology used by Brand Finance to evaluate and rank the world's strongest academic medical centre brands? Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me. Um, So it's a ranking based on the strength of these brands. So what we're looking at is the perceptions of healthcare professionals around the world. So we've got uh, 2,500 doctors in uh, 30 different countries, representative of um, different sort of regions, um, trying to get the opinions of these doctors on the top institutions. The reason we're looking at academic medical centers is because when we see a hospital sort of having a reputation and influence on a, on the global stage. It's not just patient treatment, which is often very local, but it's the, the research and academic side that brings it to that wider, more global audience. Um, and that's exactly why you'll see um, Grutusko and Tigerberg doing so well, because they've got those strong academics and a history of um, strong research credentials that bring them into that um, that sort of top echelon. How significant is that recognition achieved by those two, Hrutiskir and Tigerberg, in being ranked uh, quite highly in this global top 250 report? It's very significant. I think it's um, something that, you know, the staff there and and over the years should be very proud of, um, because what it means is that uh, the methodology is looking at awareness and familiarity of institutions so they've not just got a local but a regional and global um, sort of impression on people but also it's a range of metrics looking into their um, credentials in uh, patient treatment but also research and and, and teaching so uh, what we found for for both of those is that they're very well respected especially in the region um, for their uh, academic credentials so pumping out you know really the top doctors that you'll see not just in um, sort of the local or connected hospitals but across the country and region. And what implications do you see this uh, improved ranking uh, having for South Africa's medical uh, prof- uh, profession as as a whole? Interesting that it comes at a time when we are debating things like a, a national health insurance, uh, but we can certainly look to our academic hospitals as uh, as beacons, as as real leaders in the medical sector. I think you've hit the nail on the head there. They should be they should be seen as the leaders and the ones where. Um, you know, people should be taking lessons from from what they're doing right. But also they should um, hopefully be looking at this and trying to see where they can improve and where they can boost their position, their influence based on on the skills and credentials that they've obviously built up. Um, so this is a measurement of you know what healthcare professionals around the world think of them. But there's always more that can be done to communicate that and, and take mm. advantage of where um, they've built up a strong reputation um, and can influence, uh, you know, not just impressions of of their own institutions, but of the South African healthcare system in general, um, and of South African education and quality of life.
And uh, obviously within that, uh, there must be an opportunity uh, for both to further enhance their brand strength and global recognition. As a firm that surveys and ranks the best in the world, what could we be learning from the likes of a Mayo Clinic, for example, which topped the rankings this year? Yeah, so Mayo Clinic is is that sort of extreme example, but we see a lot of them of, of the the names at the top doing uh, similar activities, which is engaging in uh, digital healthcare, looking at um, new innovations and trying to implement as quickly as possible what's coming out of not just their own research, but research around the world. Um, and so it's something that you know came up in our research that uh, one of the metrics being known for uh, medical breakthroughs was um, uh, something that Grutusko was in the uh, top three in the world for, obviously with the, the first heart transplant. So that doesn't, you know, doesn't fade after, I think, over 50 years um, time. So keeping on top of, of innovations and also communicating them to the world. So if you are, you know, doing either, uh, you know, scientific or clinical research, making sure that that's communicated, you're, um, you're spreading that knowledge that you've built and spreading the reputation of uh, the, the hospitals, the institutions, the connected universities and the doctors themselves who are who are making these um, advances. So, yeah, both the, the technical expertise needs to be built and maintained and then the communication of it to make sure that you get the advantages. So, yeah. you know, you're getting the best medical students, you're sending your doctors uh, to the best institutions around the world and you're developing a healthcare system that the country can be really proud of. Yeah, and attracting the top medical professionals uh, by doing that uh, cutting-edge research by, you know, implementing best of breed technologies in AI and I think through COVID we saw how much we can do via things like telemedicine and and robotics and that kind of thing. Just as a last question Hugo, how do you foresee the landscape of academic medical centres evolving in the coming years and w- what implications might that have for South African hospitals? I think the the sort of the key word here is opportunity. So what's happening in the future and almost inspired by COVID is more global connectivity. It's easier to attend you know, conferences virtually now. You don't need to be flying around the world. And it's easier to um, you know, immediately share your innovations, um, uh, advances, findings, so research achievements um, to the world to then be um, taken on um, by other institutions. So I think what the these sort of South African leaders should be doing is, you know, keeping up that quality, that rigor in their um, in their patient treatment research and, and academics, but also working to to communicate the, the success they're having and take advantage of their their position as you know, well, group skills particularly the um the leader in in africa um in our ranking hugo hensley director of brand finance uh, we're going to have to leave it there sharing a little bit more about the global top 250 hospitals report which saw krotoskir and tigerberg hospitals ranking uh, quite highly and uh, what we can do to ensure that we continue to climb up that leaderboard and uh, punch above our weight, certainly uh, when it comes to academic hospitals here on Classic Business. The health and wellness feature is brought to you in partnership with MedShield Medical Scheme, your trusted healthcare partner for life.